are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up? Started came a little too early. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in business. Once again, back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate Christian. Nate, what's up? What's up, Mike? You know, you would think we've been doing this podcast for so long. And every episode you ask me what's up. And I, outside of like the first or two podcasts, I usually have something figured out. But the third one, I almost never have something to say to you again. I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to be here. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, man. I'm excited too. Hey, if you want to get excited to be somewhere, get excited for a free seven-day trial of our Patreon. Get in the Discord. Say hi. Chat with everybody in the crew and all of our awesome patrons. I was actually just looking at it. As of right now, it appears... That my mouse is not working, but that we also have uh, 253 patrons in there. It's a great community. I mean, it's, it really, it's really is. all the different channels that we have, all the different groupings of those channels. You know, we have everything from DFS embedding to college and Debbie to game day chats to, you know, what we're doing in the, the upcoming draft class, general chats. We just have memes every now and then because that's always fun. Look, it's a great time. And I've mentioned it before. I'm going to mention this time again. If you're Goldie, there might be something extra in it for you. So it's true. There's, there's an extra channel for you. Yeah. And, you know, you just check, you can go on, you can check out the tiers. Maybe you decide to make the jump. And look, I understand Discord's overwhelming with all the channels. You can mute the channels too. If there's stuff that doesn't apply to you, like, hey, I don't play DFS. I don't really care about that. Or I'm not here for college talk. I just want Dynasty, what's happening right now, talk. You can mute that too. That's the cool thing about Discord. Um, remember, we had it on GroupMe. Yeah, and we were a lot smaller when we were on Group B, but that was still overwhelming. Yeah, um, now everything's in its own place. It's great. You can pick and choose what you want. Exactly, it's great. Um, I love it. I would love to see you there. Plenty of room, plenty of room for everybody. But there's not room for these players on our roster anymore. Nate, we've had it. Done. We've had it with these guys. We're dumping them. Here's the thing: these are guys that we're unclogging from our roster, like a toilet that's got some nasty stuff in it. We want to get them off the roster before 2024. You're not going to get anything if you try to trade them. You're just not. So let's get these guys off there. And we're talking about players who are currently rostered on over 50% of all sleeper leagues. Okay? That's what it is. You know, we're willing to take the risk. Nate, who are you starting with? Starting out with Isaiah Spiller. Running back that I know that we both liked coming out of college last year. Uh, didn't really work out though. You know, he ended up being a day three pick, just saying guy that we thought was going to be day two talent ended up being a day three pick and look what's happened so far. Mike, this man has not even surpassed hundred rushing yards in his career yet to this point. Yeah. In the 12 games he's played 36 carries for 87 yards. That's 2.4 yards per carry. And his long is 11 and, um, he has, Three, I'm sorry, three, six receptions for 33 yards on yeah. his career. I mean, this is honestly, I hope he goes somewhere. He's 22. Yeah, he's still young. You know, I thought he had talent, but look, wow. he did outsnap Josh Kelly this past week. Ooh. But I don't think anyone there is the future of the backfield for the Chargers. I have a new to coach coming in. Eckler to. is toast. He's done. And Spiller and Kelly are not not leaders of a backfield. I don't think either one are even set up to be a two in a backfield. 
They're decent threes to have around just in case you need someone. So Isaiah Spiller, look, he is rostered in 50% of sleeper leagues. If you can move him for a fourth or a fifth, try it. If not, and you got to make some room on the roster, Isaiah Spiller is a cut candidate for me. Sadly, yeah. And as much as I love the guy, but, you know, it gets to a point, this point, when you're thinking about a player like this, can I find another Isaiah Spiller in the next rookie class? And that's something, that's a new thing that I've been saying to myself. I have to put aside how I feel about a player. If I can easily replace that guy in the third, fourth, fifth round of a rookie draft, then I'm going to move on. I'm going to just get myself that valuable roster space heading into the playoffs, and I'm not looking back. Or I am holding up my championship trophy. There you go. And then I'm going to cut Donovan Peoples-Jones because all he's done is really pissed me off this year. Sad. And I got... I got to take an L here on this one. I was telling people I'm trading a second round pick for Donovan people Jones. And to be honest with you at that time, it looked like it was going to be a good thing coming off a good year in Cleveland. I had high expectations for him. So did 59% of all people on uh, sleeper because that's how many leagues he's rostered in. He was traded to Detroit and he has been a non factor. Look at this. His 2023 season, nine catches, 114 yards and no touchdowns. And that's combined and as a lion, one catch for 17 yards and no touchdowns. I mean, unstartable is just the understatement of the century. What is Cleve Freeman? Let's see, because he's still there. He's still, Cleve Freeman's still there, yeah. yeah. He's a good returner. He's always going to be around. But on the season, Cleve Raymond has 29 catches, 387 yards, and one touchdown. He's been more startable. Josh Reynolds has been putting up some good stats here and there. He's been a little spotty. There's no room for Donovan Peoples-Jones. On that I team. don't know why they traded for him, to be quite honest. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like Cleveland could use him more. Well, they, they, made a, they obviously made a choice for Cedric Tillman over Donovan Peoples-Jones. What has um, Cedric Tillman done? Not too much, but maybe just as much as DPJ at this point. Let's see what he's done. Bring him up real quick. But, you know, going in, in this offseason, you know, he was a candidate to, you know, kind of be a breakout candidate yeah, this year. I, I thought so. Did not happen. It, it's really a shame, too, because I think – let me bring up what he did last year here. Donovan people, no, not Donovan McNabb. He's retired. I don't need to talk <laughs> about him right now. I mean, look, last year in 2022, he played in all 17 games, 61 catches, 839 yards, and three touchdowns. Good season, talent, man. The talent's there. And that, that's as the wide receiver, too. That's with Amari Cooper there. It's with Jacoby Brissett and then the super rusty Deshaun Watson. You can't tell me that the talent's not there. I mean, the hope is he goes somewhere else. And you know what? At that point in time, you just you pick him off the waiver wire then. You, you throw a fab buck at him. But you yep. need there's guys out there that are playing that are getting points where – so um, I don't think you're too worried about dropping Donovan Peoples Jones and having someone else pick him up right now. Oh, He'll no. probably be the round later. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, Speaking who of guys who are going to be around later. <laughs> He's the epitome of it. Who you got? This is Greg Dorch, man. He is like the ultimate waiver wire wide receiver. Oh, this man shows up when you need him to, when he is the last wide receiver on the depth chart, but otherwise count him out most of the time. So, look, just drop him and pick him up next time that you need him because he's not worth keeping on your roster. I know he's had like two games a season where he had double-digit points, but 
Michael Wilson's there. Marquise Brown's there. They are a huge candidate to add a wide receiver early in this draft coming up. Greg Dorson will have a place there. I think he'll always kind of be relevant at times. So in in large leagues, I don't mind keep, keeping Greg Dort at the very end of your bench. But in most leagues, look, he's rostered in 57% of leagues. Most of those leagues, probably you can put him on the waiver wire. Just pick him up later when there's an injury to the Cardinals. I know, hey, I'm going to have to spend my fab dollars then. You know, don't. I want to weaponize my fab. I want to keep my fab. That's great, but Greg Dorch isn't doing much for you right now until there's an injury. So, like Mike said, open up that playoff spot, that bench spot for the playoffs, and use that to your advantage. Get guys that are going to make an impact for your team now. Now, if you don't need to cut any of these guys, obviously don't just go through and cut players on your team. But we're getting to the point of the season, you've got to pick up maybe some players on the waiver wire to make a difference in the playoffs or to find somebody that might have potential to become a better asset in 2024. These are the guys you're going to have to cut to make room. That's true. And, you know, Greg Dorch reminds me a lot of Zach Pascal. When Zach Pascal was with the Colts a couple of years ago, a couple of redraft leagues, I'd pick him up, play him. He'd get me seven or eight points. I'd drop him again right away. Another injury, another yeah. bye. You pick him right back up, play him, <laughs> drop him again. You do that with some of these guys, and that's just how it is, and that's fine. They serve a purpose for a week or two. You let them go. I understand you want to weaponize your fab like I like to do it, but you got to use your fab too. That's why I always ask for it in trades. People think it's foolish, but when it comes to the playoff times, and I could drop $83 on Easton Stick or whatever it is, you know, that's why you have it. hate to do it on Easton Stick, but I want to win too. doesn't have to be sexy. just has to have a W next to it. That's all. Just like Jamal Williams' last name starts. There to you go. Up. Did you mention that Greg Dortch is rostered in fifty-seven percent? I did. Okay, I did. I snuck it in there. Just making sure. Jamal Williams is rostered in seventy-seven percent of roster leagues, and he's unstartable. He's missed three three games with a hamstring strain. He's been unstartable ever since. Check this out: sixty-three carries, one hundred ninety yards, no touchdowns. Nine carries, thirty-four yards, no touch. I'm sorry, nine catches, nine receptions. 34 yards and no touchdowns. I mean, Jamal Williams, this is a guy who's coming off a season. A lot of touchdowns last year. That's the most surprising thing is that he doesn't have a single touchdown yet. They haven't yeah. used him to get in the end zone yet. 17 touchdowns last year in Detroit, 1,066 yards. And as a receiver, he was pretty good as a receiver too. Well, not a ton, but he's been good as a receiver in the past. Yeah, he was and a he- much better receiver with the Packers. Yeah, um, in 2019, 39 catches, 253 yards, and five touchdowns. So he can do it. Um, This is not the Jamal Williams we know. He's pushing 30. He's going to start hitting that cliff. And he could be like the Zach Pascal of running backs, give or take a little bit here. So, you know, I I don't know. I'm just ready to cut bait. I can't put the guy in my starting lineup. Just can't. And I like the guy, too. By the way, if you want a really good – laugh go to pro football reference and look at his profile picture um he looks insane so just thought i'd put up there and it's also insane how much i love you and i'll miss you as you hold on to this commercial break <laughs> we're excited to announce that we have partnered with mint mobile have you ever thought why in the world is my wireless bill so darn high what are you paying all that money for speed coverage data access to 5g limited talk and text mobile hotspots Great news. Mint Mobile offers all of these features for as low as $15 a month. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network, 
and they keep costs low because they sell direct to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? Go to HTTPS, trimintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, also linked in the description to get premium wireless for $15 a month. Guys, $15. How hard is it to switch your service? Big Wireless wants you to think that it's hard, but switching to Mint is super easy thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. If your phone doesn't have an eSIM, Mint will ship you a new SIM card for free. Big Wireless also wants you to think that they're the only option, but don't be duped. And now through January 1st, you'll receive an additional three months free Buy three, get three. If you purchase a three-month plan using our link, HTTPS, trimintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Again, link in the description. The offer is available on all plans, including unlimited. All right, welcome back, everybody. And Nate's tugging at my heartstrings here. Who am I? Sure. So I was trading seconds for this guy at one point in time, but a lot of people were. We were drafting him highly. Another case of the talents there. What's happening, Nate? Mike, yo, this is ridiculous at this point. What are we doing? What are what are 50% of leagues on sleeper doing rostering Chase Claypool at this point? I don't know. You tell me. What has Chase Claypool done for any of these teams in the past two years? And he's still rostered. I get it. He had a lot of potential when he came into the league. He, you know, he was a tweener, to be quite honest, because we talked about should Clay. Chase Claypool be a tight end. Should he be a wide receiver? He was somewhere in between. And the Steelers found a good way to use him, but he couldn't develop into the true wide receiver that they needed him to be. And he hasn't been able to do that anywhere else either. Now with the Bears, now he's with the Dolphins, hasn't really gotten on the field there. So at this point, I am more than happy to give up on Chase Claypool. I gave up on Chase Claypool a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and if 50% of leagues still haven't, I honestly don't know why. This is your sign to try to just go ahead and cut Chase Claypool. It's a shame, man. Two good years, starting out over 800 yards, nine touchdowns as a rookie. Although, in all fairness, I do believe, yeah, four of those were one game against the Eagles where Nate Gary was, I think, facing the wrong way. That's That was typical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like when people send me that meme, by the way. Thank you. Yes, I haven't forgotten he was facing the wrong way. Although, I think the uh, Nate Gary facing the wrong way meme was against the Bengals. That year. Mm. So, thanks a lot, hey, Gary. Hate you. Yeah, Chase Claypool shouldn't be rostered. Yeah, Chase Claypool shouldn't be rostered in five percent of leagues right now. That being said, I probably I bet if I looked on Dynasty Planet, I have a shares kicking around somewhere. I, I I'll be quite transparent. I do have him in one league. It is a Debbie league with like forty roster spots. Oh, okay. And believe me, there's no one better on the waivers. Yeah, and Chase Claypool is <laughs> going to be that guy that kicks around the league for a while. And he'll and resurf- up your roster. So. He'll resurface somewhere and flash for a game or two, and then you'll you'll go pick him up and you'll start him, and he will do absolutely nothing for another year. That's looking for fourth. Yeah, that's going to be his trajectory from here on out. Probably say the same thing about Los Angeles Rams running back Zach Evans. He's rostered in sixty nine percent of leagues. Now this one doesn't surprise me as much because he's a rookie, and a lot of these sleeper leagues are dynasty leagues. So you know people are still holding out hope. They don't want to cut bait too early, but. At the same point, you know, I'm talking about guys, you know, if I could find another Isaiah Spiller, I'm willing to move on. You could find another Zach Evans. I mean, look, yeah. 
this was the spot for him. Remember, we said if he was going to be good or at least startable anywhere, it would be in Los Angeles. Remember, we said that. You we and did. I said that. Guess who was wrong? You and I were wrong about that. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> he's that bad, though. I mean, look, the Los Angeles Rams cut their star running back. They took Daryl Henderson off of the scrap heap, and they still wouldn't play Zach Evans. Eight carries for 16 yards on the season. That's that's tough, man. I, I, I don't know what to say about this guy at this point. If if you can't get on the field after they cut their starting running back, it's it's got to be over. If you got Look, a deep league and you want to stash him, stash him. But. I got to be quite honest. This Zach Evans, his football career has been on a downward trend since high school. Yeah. He was a top recruit coming out of high school, had a whole – recruiting fiasco where he committed and decommitted from a couple of schools. Now that's kind of just the norm. Um, but went to TCU. There was just some like, not anything large off the field, but just some things going on with, you know, how he wanted to be used, ended up transferring to Ole Miss, got outplayed by Quinchon Juggins, who's an incredible running back himself. Yeah. Ended up getting drafted day three, pretty late day three. Can't even make it with the Rams onto the field. It's just been a downward slope the entire time. Yeah, I, I don't know why he's still rostered in 69% of leagues. If I recall correctly, when he was, we were going through the whole process, I'm pretty sure I told you that TCU Zach Evans was better than Ole Miss. Zach yeah. Evans. Well, it's I the Big 12, man. You got a lot more room to run. But he looked so disinterested as a player at Ole Miss. He avoided contact. You know, there were times where all he had to do was cut in and just brush a defender off, and he could have either got a first down and extended a play. He was just not interested in that at all. And I thought well, he was a good pick in the sixth round. I think he was. You take guys like this in the sixth round. But apparently I was wrong because he, the dude can't get on the field. Zach yeah. Evans, from the day he stepped on college campus, he he believed he was going to be an NFL running back, which he is. So congrats to him for that. He's very yeah, talented. For you. Um, but from day one, he was, I'm going to be an NFL running back. I want to be used in college appropriately for my NFL career. Well, if you want to be a really good NFL running back, you got to show it in college. And, you know, Zach Evans, he had flashes, but never reached those heights. For example, former UDFA and Fresno State running back Ronnie Rivers outpaced Zach Evans. Okay. Yeah. 13 carries, 57 yards this year. I mean, it's not a ton. Doesn't more. take much. No, but I mean, he's averaging 4.4 yards per carry, which is pretty good in the NFL. It's not bad. Better than the two yards per carry that Zach Evans is averaging. Exactly. It is Ronnie Rivers, who's on injured reserve, ladies and gentlemen. There so. you go. Nate, this guy. This guy just keeps popping up everywhere, doesn't he? Mecole Hardman. The Tyreek replacement. The one, yeah, one still replacement. rostered in 50% of leagues, Mike. Killing me. Now, I will say, he's on IR right now. So if he's just chilling in your IR, that's totally fine. But if your team looks anything like any of my teams at this point, you probably need to open up an IR spot. I need to add about 10 more. <laughs> exactly. I need to open up an IR spot from one of my players that actually it matters so I can stash them for next year. Yeah. So Miko Hardman, whether he's on your bench or IR, he probably needs to go. Look, he did not break 300 yards last year. So far in this season, he has 47 receiving yards. Look, he oh. the, the Jets didn't – maybe if Aaron Rodgers was there, something different would have happened. But he couldn't get on the field for the Jets. He got traded back to the Chiefs. They even with their terrible wide receiver 
room. They they couldn't really get him back out there and doing anything. And he's always been a very limited player, like a very much a role player, which nothing wrong with that. He's a good player at getting down the field and, you know, creating some big plays, but he's not going to be consistent for you. We have seen that now, you know, in 2021, he was wide receiver 48. That was his career best wide receiver 48. You know, coming off a season with less than 300 yards this season, he's probably not even going to break a hundred. Definitely a uh, time to move on from Michael Hardman. Sorry. I had strongly considered putting his teammate Sky Moore on here. Yeah. I think you can make a case for it. You know, I, the thing is, as you know, Sky Moore still has some trade value. Yes, which is why I didn't put him on here, but he's another guy who was kind of pounding the drum for a little bit before the season, and it just hasn't happened. On the flip side, Rasheed Rice has come on pretty pretty nicely for the Chiefs as far as their wide receiver room goes. Um, so good for you, Rasheed Rice. So, yeah, good stuff. Let's talk about my last guy, Robert Woods. It's time. It is. He's rostered in 67% of leagues. He's going to be 32 soon, which in football terms means he's ready to be walked into a crypt. Um, <laughs> he had a foot sprain that limited this season. The Texans have plenty of younger and better, to be frank, options. His production has been going down every year since 2019. I'd try to trade him if I could, but I would release him if necessary because he could be a liability in your starting lineups. And I understand the tank that was hurt. Nico Collins is a little banged up. Xavier Hutchinson. Could be time for him. Uh, could be time for maybe John Mechie to get going a little bit, which I hope happens soon. I got. I have a lot of hope. John Otherwise, he's going to be on here next year. Yeah, exactly. He might be on here in a couple weeks if you piss me off. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited, Mike, for Robert Woods to just go off as the wide receiver one for the Texans rest of the season. And he probably will look, now that I said that. Make you look silly for this. Yeah. You know what? Wait a week. Wait a week until you try to drop Robert Woods. How's that sound? Hey, if it looks good, you just sell him, right? He's a sell candidate then. To be fair, to be fair, this is coming out after the Texans will play their next game. Yeah, so you don't know. If, if he did well yesterday, sell him for a fourth. Here's, he the last, here's the last two games I have for Robert Woods, which was against the Broncos and against the Jets. Against the Broncos, not a single target. Didn't sniff anything, all right? Against the Jets, he had three targets, one catch for negative two yards. It's not great. His best game on the season came in week two. Six catches for 74 yards. Week one was six for 57. So, okay, you know, we're in double digits. We're okay. Mm -hmm. And then after that, three for 34, three for 26, three for 30, one for six and a touchdown. All right, thanks. Uh, one for 15, five for 44, two for 40, then the goose egg and a negative two. So you can see, yeah, if he, is he going to be the wide receiver one for the Texans in, you know. Maybe in theory. Yeah, in theory or past accomplishments, yes, you're the wide receiver one for the Texans, but you're not. His name is Nico Collins. Yeah. So. Sorry, Bobby Trees. You've been a great value for so long, but yes, everything comes to an end. Really fun watching you and your career. Uh, congratulations for having two seasons over a thousand yards and one that was really close, but it is time. Yeah. So just like it's time for us to go. It's been oh. fun. We will see you guys next time. Good luck in the playoffs. Hopefully you won your first week, unless you're playing me and Nate. Mm. See you guys.
All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.